Hi, my name is Caitlin. Hi, my name is Miriam. Hi, my name is Samantha. Hi, my name is Isabella. Today, we are going to talk about multilingualism. Samantha, would you like to share what multilingualism is? Sure. So, multilingualism is the use of more than one language in terms of speaking, reading, and writing. This could be achieved through learning new languages in an educational setting or growing up learning a language tying into your culture. The goal for us is to embrace multilingualism and make everyone feel safe and welcome to embrace their linguistic background. With this in mind, I will be talking about how to embrace your own multilingualism. Embracing your own multilingualism can be just as powerful as embracing somebody else's, as it can help you widen your own worldviews and communication skills. The first step to embracing your own multilingualism is to understand the value and benefits of it, as well as establish what multilingualism means to you. It is important to understand that embracing your multilingualism can help you to connect with people who may differ from you culturally, and in turn, this will help you expand your cultural horizons. The next step would be to take pride in the languages that you practice. This is especially important when embracing any part of yourself, as multilingualism in this case and the languages you take pride in is a part of who you are and is something you should be especially proud of. Another important part of embracing your own multilingualism is to practice your languages often, whether it be with friends, family, or even by yourself. You can also do this by reading books, listening to music, or watching movies that are closely related to your culture or languages. In addition, you can also take pride in your own heritage by embracing it through traditions related to it. This can be done through celebrating certain holidays, listening to music, eating certain foods that stem from your heritage, and just talking to friends and family about the traditions you love about your culture. Not only will this help you get more in touch with your own heritage, culture, and multilingualism, but it will teach others more about it as well. This ties into the final step of embracing your own multilingualism, which is just as important as the rest. This one is just to keep expanding your knowledge and love for your own multilingualism, as well as your love and respect for others. Mariam, would you like to discuss a little bit about how to embrace other students' cultures and language in a social setting? Sure. So first point that I would talk about is how it's important to know the students first in order for them to open up and share about themselves. This will allow a connection to develop between the student and teacher. And building that connection with the student is important to develop a safe environment for the students so they can comfortably embrace their background and culture and just be themselves. It's important to know what your students are comfortable with and uncomfortable with sharing. When students are uncomfortable in a classroom, they may hold back their thoughts and opinions from the fear of judgment. This is why it's important to create such an environment where students don't feel judged or face judgment. We can first start off by learning how to respect their thoughts and opinions. As teachers, we must first learn to respect our students in order for them to feel comfortable and then also enforce that on other students so they could respect each other as well. And this will allow students to become comfortable enough to embrace themselves and their backgrounds. As teachers, we should also spend time learning a little bit about our students' culture backgrounds first in order to teach students how to embrace different backgrounds. When we make an effort to learn about our students' backgrounds, they would feel 
respected and honored and appreciated. They would feel that their opinions matter and that their thoughts are meant to be heard. They wouldn't shy away from sharing their story and will listen to others as well. Another way teachers can embrace other students is by teaching other students about different cultures, which can be done through presentations, books, music, art, or poetry. Teachers can be inclusive of, of different backgrounds by simply just sharing some aspects of different cultures with the students, like exploring the arts or the music or books or food, like etc. This can not only help students learn about different cultures, but also make it fun for them, and which would make the experience, the learning experience more memorable for them. And it would allow them to see other cultures with an open mind. And it will also break many stereotypes as well. Um, Isabel, Isabella, would you, would you like to discuss a little bit about uh, multilingualism in the classroom? Sure. Um, when it comes to multilingualism in a classroom, it's always important to be aware of all the students' cultural backgrounds. Being that we're in one of the most diverse states, it's increasingly important to, to be more aware and proactive about multilingualism. If you have a student who speaks multiple languages, especially with younger children, it is important to know how to accommodate them. Children who are bilingual seem to be lagging when it comes to speech. However, it's far from the truth. There should be more awareness for this as, as opposed to assuming that the child is not learning as well as the others. When it comes to knowing of how to integrate everyone's cultures, there needs to be steps so that everyone feels included. Things such as multicultural days where students get to show their culture foods and traditions should take place more often. When it comes to teaching lessons, there's always room to include students' home languages. Maybe by asking them, how do you say this at home to a certain object or action, and make a pro or ask them to make a project about it. There may be a lot of anxiety with children in their cultures, so it is also very important to teach them to love and embrace their culture. Personally, growing up, I was brought up in a school setting where I was not taught to embrace my culture because of where my school was located and who was attending. Due to this, I was embarrassed of my culture and never spoke about it. My whole point in this is that when I was attending school, I was not taught about multilingualism or how to embrace my culture. I think had I known or been taught this, I would have been I would not have been ashamed of my culture for so long. This is why it's so important to show growing children to embrace where they come from. I think it's also important to educate other students about others' cultures as well. Respecting others' cultures allows for students to feel confident that they won't be bullied and confident in sharing their culture. Teaching these children the importance of respecting others' differences will allow greater opportunity of multilingualism in classrooms. Educating the youth of our society about importance of embracing your culture as well as respecting others will open doors to diversity within school systems. Caitlin, would you like to discuss a little about language policing? Sure. So language policing refers to the practice of regulating language. It involves controlling the words and expressions used in public discourse and communication. Some argue that language policing is necessary to promote a more just and equitable society. Others believe that it can stifle free speech and lead to censorship. 
I will be focusing on the drawbacks of language policing because as a group, our belief is that language policing creates a negative environment wherever you are. One of the main drawbacks of language policing is that it can lead to censorship and restrict free speech. Individuals may be afraid to express their ideas and opinions. All of us are entitled to free speech, and if that is restricted, it goes against the democracy we live in. Another drawback of language policing is that it can lead to hostility, or in other words, unkindness. Individuals may feel attacked or offended if their language use is regulated or restricted. It creates this picture that individuals are being punished for their language use, but there are many ways that we can teach others to avoid using language policing. It is important to teach this to others so that individuals feel like they are allowed to express themselves freely in whatever language they choose. Encourage students to express their thoughts and opinions freely without fear of being judged or criticized. This will help everyone to create a safe environment where everyone feels comfortable expressing themselves and engaging in meaningful conversations. This can be utilized in the classroom so that we have an environment where students feel safe and welcome. Use positive reinforcement in the classroom as well. Praise students for using their language and avoid using a negative attitude towards it. This will allow students to continue using their language that is respectful. We do not want to shame students for using their language or this can lead to individuals feeling restricted or attacked. There is an importance to sharing your own language and others, so encourage them to self-reflect. Students cannot learn about language if there are no resources available. Providing resources such as books, articles, and videos can help students understand the impact of language and how to use their language respectfully. They can then self-reflect on their language and how it impacts the people around them. As a teacher, you are the role model. Create a language agreement in the classroom that serves as a reminder that students are free to express themselves. Do not promote language policing as this can lead to serious consequences. Avoid making assumptions about students based on their identity or background. Focus on education rather than shaming a student. So if a student uses language that can be taken as offensive, use it as a chance to educate them on why this could be harmful to others around them. Be aware of your own biases so that you don't use languages, um, so that you don't use language that can be taken as offensive to others. Finally, as a teacher, you should inform your students of all the ways they can use their language in the classroom. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned something new to further your knowledge on language policing and multiculturalism.